gold! Nonsense. The golden god! And he dragged you two into this nonsense? I volunteered. This is another presentation of the universe's greatest podcast. I am your host, John, and this is my brother in, char- uh, in, in arms, Mr. Charlie Reifenberger. And this is John and Charlie's Golden Nonsense. Golden Nonsense. I am proud to announce that our guest this week is a good brother of mine in the highly arts. Highly esteemed, highly esteemed yeah, guest. He, he, he has actual immovable objects with his name on it. That's pretty cool. Right? This is my boy, my main man, Mr. Steve Fox. Say hello, Steve. Greetings. What's up, fellas? Steve, What's up, man? Steve is a uh, poetry nigga, poetry aficionado. <laughs> Facts. Right? He uh, He's done all you can do in poetry besides die and be more famous. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the final act, I think. Yeah, yeah it is yeah, the final you act. Just, it's like, like 50 years from now. Like Jill Scott Heron, right? <laughs> Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you die and just become legendary. Uh-huh. But right now, you're just alive and just working. Yeah. That's it. And somewhat legendary. No, no, no. You get, you get the status. Local legend. Le- I don't know if you. Could, what's living legend? Who's a living legend right now? A in living legend. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is a living legend. Jackie Chan is. Have you put in Jackie Chan level work? I poetry so. wise, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Poetry wise, you, think, yeah. you okay. would say you're the Jackie Chan of, of poetry? poetry. No, I'm the Michael Jordan of poetry. You're the Jordan of poetry. Cool. All right. No, hold, on, hold on. Wait. 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 Jordan's a legend. Yeah, Jordan is the legend. He's the goat. Yeah, he and is so you're the saying, goat. You're saying you're the goat, which I've heard your work. It's very good, but yeah. I have nothing to compare the to. The greatest of all time, though? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. Yeah. I, the, only, the only thing I have to compare to are poems I studied in school. Robert, okay. Robert Frost and, you know, fucking yeah, yeah, Langston you, Hughes. You, you you're poet? saying you right. got you got Shel well, Silverstein. You're beating Shel Silverstein. Well, hold on. Let me, and let Dr. Me, Seuss. Let me, let, me, let me walk that back, right, of spoken... <laughs> Of spoken, spoken word, word poetry. Spoken okay. Word. Okay. 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 Spoken word. All right. All right. Yeah. He is the goat of spoken word. That I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, who wants to be the Vince Carter? Of spoken but you word? know what, though, <laughs> I think I think it's I should walk that all the way back. Like I'm a budding goat. A right? budding goat. A budding because goat. to say that I'm the greatest of all times right now would insinuate that I've now run my poetry life cycle. Yes. Right. You've already. You're done. You're still. You're still you're on the. That's what I said. You're still working. I the, am still working. You're still working. Still working right you now. Know, so I'm like, kind of like. I'm the Damian Lillard <laughs> of poetry. Okay, okay, all I right, like that. Cool. I liked it. I liked so, that. So, who is the current Michael Jordan right now? Of poetry. Of poetry. I tell us, Steve. Who who is that? Um, I don't know. Because um, Michael Jordan is the living legend. Well, yeah. I, I would have to right now, right? If we're talking about accolades, I'm not sure if there is a Michael Jordan of poetry right now. A spoken word. I know that uh, Jay Ivy. Who just won a Grammy for spoken word, right? Isn't he a local guy, Jay Ivy? Uh, he's Chicago cat. Chicago, yeah, Chicago cat. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was on number eight of College Dropout, Never Let Me Down at the end with Jay Z. Okay, Kanye. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wrote Genius, the movie, the movie, the documentary, right? Yeah, and Cootie and Chike shot it, and he gave John Legend his name. Really? Oh, okay. So big shout out to Jay Ivy for. Holding it down, you know, he advocated for uh, the Grammys to set aside. They already had a spoken word category for a Grammy, right? Right. But it was all about books, right? Uh-huh. So you could do a voiceover book. I think like Barack Obama won a fucking Grammy for spoken <laughs> word. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, okay. you just reading his own so books. So that means I can win a spoken word can. in comedy. Yes. 
and in, oh, wow. in, in audiobook. So a, com- a comedy album is is in that category? Well, no, comedy has its own category. It has its own category. Yeah. yeah. But if you write a book and then voice over and the then book, voice over the book, it can be okay. it can end up in that category. Okay, yeah. Cool. But now spoken word poetry is its own category specifically for poets. Nice. And so, so that's cool. the and so that's the next level. JIV hit that level. He's hit Yeah, he hit that level. So he made a category and then won in that category. Correct. In the same year. That's that, awesome, man. Did he just alley oop to himself? Yeah, uh, that's what it sounds like. He's like, you need to create a category, and they're like, all right, you get one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a category, he he and you got it. He could have did uh, a category in ASMR. He could have been like, what about niggas breathing in the microphone? But <laughs> that wasn't the case. He decided to like, what's the thing I'm the greatest at? My thing. My thing. <laughs> and then he made. A <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, I'm not saying there will be a Grammy. Okay. There will be a Grammy for for ASMR in the future. How do you get all the Grammys? How, like 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 you have you have recorded work right, uh, like like very minimal. So is it like do you need an album? Do you need like? I just really think that you have to be published and you have to publish an album, right? Like whether it's self publishing or whatever, right? And you got to be a part of the okay. Grammy Academy, right? So you got to BMI, yeah. ASCAP, all that shit. Yeah, like you literally have to be a published. Interesting. I can help you with that. Okay. Yeah, I can help you with that. I, mean, I can help you record stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, I have a studio at my house. You so. got a studio? No, 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 yeah. no. But wouldn't you want to do it live? Wouldn't you want to do it in front of people? I can get you a pro studio. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, in front of people. I can get you a pro studio. Okay. Right? Get you, uh, you know, all set up. And then you deliver your your spoken word poetry, you know what I'm saying, in the studio. Okay. And then you put that shit out. Link that shit up then. I can make that happen, dude. Let's make it's it happen. Cool. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. Right now. This part of the podcast is brought to you by John Miller's A and R services. Hell yeah. All right. True. John Miller will make anybody a star for the right fee. Yep. Yeah. Steve Fox already's paid his fee. But if you want to get into this business, uh use golden co- uh use promo code Golden Nonsense for five percent off. Five percent off. Yes, the fee is a lot. It's it's a, it's a big fee. It's a big fee. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't really give a big discount. So we gotta uh, we gotta figure out what you and I are gonna win Grammys in because it's not gonna be comedy. It's uh, that's for you maybe. But it's for not me, gonna be comedy. No, but for no, me, no, I'm no, going, no. I'm, I'm going comedy Grammy. Yeah. No. I don't know what what kind of album you gotta put out. I gotta put out like a seminal album for I comedy. Need to, I, I think put I out need some... to put out like a like a TikTok. Like a t- I, I could win a Grammy for the <laughs> world's best TikTok. That's what's up. TikTok is supposed to be going out of business here soon, bro. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about going out of business, but I saw. I saw that shit today too. The F, uh, the uh, the government gave all the uh, three letter agencies a thirty day warning, saying you make your decision on banning TikTok. Wow. Yeah, and so they're going to be banned off all government devices here soon. Damn. Yeah. For well, sure. government devices is. Yeah, but federally. Aren't all government. But, but, but fe- on all devices, government devices. That's a good point. <laughs> I I agree with you, but also is the law specifically for, um, like employees. Of the government, yeah, like I their think, work phone. Yeah, I think anybody who has a phone through work or 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 at a like a post office and you get on the Wi-Fi, you wouldn't be able to use TikTok in the in the in the post right. office. So you you wouldn't be able to use the internet of government services or on your phone. Well, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's I, a lim- I don't that's think a limited that, amount of people. Right? I don't think that uh, it, it's just is proving, the end of TikTok. No, no, necessarily. It's, it's just proving that it's spyware. Oh, it's not. It's not the end. It's just proving it's just that a it's a bad spy- sign. Yeah, it's just a bad sign. Okay, I, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it proves that it's spyware. Fucking up your airwaves. <laughs> just like just thirteen year olds are going to be like ripping their hair out tomorrow. Like, oh my god, dude! TikTok is my, gone. My girl gave it up for Lent, and she's having a tough time. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. D- d- Shit's d- addicting, dude. D- does oh, that for real? Does that yeah. include, like that? Does it include uh, like uh, YouTube Shorts and well, Instagram? Because she, she can get the she, same fix. She Instagram. had to delete TikTok off the phone, but 
she's not allowed to look at Instagram reels either, technically, by her own you know rules that she set. But she she still d- looks at Instagram, so she still ends up just watching reels a good bit of the time. Right, but, yeah. right, right. That's yeah. tough. It's, That's it, dude, it sucks you in. It happens to me. It happens to anybody. I'll dude. just be taking a shit at work, and I'll just be like, "Have I been shitting for an hour and a half?" Oh no, <laughs> my legs Facts. asleep. Yeah, just watching skateboard videos and fucking people cooking shit. Yeah, I play pool and oh, yeah? gamble on FanDuel. Oh, sweet. Yeah, FanDuel in the bathroom. I've won a lot of money really? sitting on the toilet gambling. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know why, right? You're in a sanctuary of peace. Yeah, it's true. Right? Like, you can like, think very clearly. Yeah, very clearly. And and then you're you're you're, you're close to two. You know, sources of water. You're sitting over water. Yep. And then, like, you know, the the tank is right behind you. It's very calm. And then also, like, the main water line, the shower is right there. Oh, so, yeah, for sure. So you're Shit, just... Shit, I might put my studio in my bathroom. You're man. just ionized, dude. <laughs> you heard of ionization? That's yes, what, I have. That's, that's why you think better in the shower. That's fantastic. Yeah, so you just start start betting. I'm going to start writing all my jokes, <laughs> all my jokes <laughs> on the shitter. On the shitter? I usually yeah. wait. And then, coincidentally, the moment... The moment misses me like i always just forget yeah. so what if what if i just like fucking ran piping into my office and turn my office into kind of like a makeshift bathroom you know what uh and have by, like a clear toilet and it was ten- like a fucking by tennessee uh, rules by tennessee rules if you have a sink next to a chair it's a salon so just make your <laughs> it's just brought a, to you by john miller yeah i'm telling you so it's like if you want to set up um a barbershop in your home you just need to put a sink that can run water, right, in a room, and technically it is now able to be a salon. Is that tax deductible? Yeah, just put a motherfucking Ooh, sink. Get in here. Put a motherfucking sink. So I got a fish bowl in a my fish bowl? in my in my yeah. office at work. Word. And it's uh it's I feel like I can feel a, a difference. Oh hell get I, in here guys. I, Come forgot, on. I forgot y'all were guests today. It's all good, man. Hey, uh, Wild Bill, this is uh, Steve Fox. He does poetry. Wild Bill was good, baby. Yeah, get on the. Uh, when do y'all get on the mic? When do y'all get on the mic? And we'll we'll, we'll get you guys switching off. Yeah, we'll okay. switch, we'll switch y'all uh, here in a second. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like I feel like having the the fish is just like it's very calming. Yeah, and I think that maybe there's something to like the water being around. Yeah, just having the it's it's got like a you know a filter that like. Runs I hate it. fish tanks, bro. I hate. Why? It. I What's hate wrong it? with I, the fish tank? I just, just, they're just like slavery right here. So does we, that mean so you hate have, fish, Chai? Yeah, I know. I love eating fish. It is. It is kind of like, like a. Tanks. You. Oh, no, wait, we got to intro. We got to intro our we guy. Do. Right. We, we, we our, new, our new highly esteemed guests. <laughs> right. 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 We got a very rare triple header at, for guests. We need we another, three guests. We need another mic. Where's the splitter? We need the splitter. We. It doesn't work for this. Oh, in the situation. This. Yeah, it doesn't work for this. Okay. Damn. Anyway, we got Cowboy Fly in the building. You know what I'm Cowboy saying? What's the Cowboy Fly? And, uh, Cowboy Fly, your local neighborhood toxic guy. And just mentioned earlier, my boy Wild Bill. Say hello, Wild Bill. On, Say hello, Wild Bill. You know what? We need to have, in honor of Black History Month, right. we need an all-black podcast. Oh, you're, you're hopping off? Of he getting up John and Charlie's going right, right, so, right, well, uh, Charlie, oh, I'm going to hop back in at some point, but y'all, y- y'all, y'all do... Just, just uh, <laughs> yeah. Hop over here, Wild no Bill. No white hop man over for, here. for a little bit. Hop over here. Okay. Say goodbye to our white you, savior. We appreciate you, child. Look at that. That's a that's a real ally. That's a real ally. That's a real ally. Last, last day of Black last, History Month. Type right. Shit. He got he got to live more months of this shit though, so we can listen to the Hey, Wild Bill, say what's up, dog. Glad to have y'all, man. Hey, what it do? What it do? What it do? Hell yeah, man. So I appreciate y'all for having us. I want to say this real quick. Uh, both y'all boys just had a big show at Chuckles recently, right? Yeah. I just saw the I just saw the videos on on YouTube. I mean, not YouTube. Too, but on Facebook today, I I didn't know. I saw you yesterday. I didn't know you opened up for Charleston White. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, so right, I don't right. be on Facebook, but right. day before, 
uh, for my posting. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was big. It was big. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really a cool. Big, big. It was a cool yeah. moment for y'all. Right, yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey, we that was a grinding dude. We hell yeah, right place at the right time. Hell yeah, dude. Y'all working at Chuckles, dude. You doing it, bro? That's hell, just, yeah. hell yeah. And this Grats is part, this that, is part of our grind right here. Our weekly grind right here. How, like it, it all pays off to, to, to how, shows. Like how that. was the uh, how was the crowd in your performances? The crowd was good. The crowd was good. The crowd was good. Like I, the cowboy had the damn first show. I think he kind of did better than almost everybody the first show. Oh, for real? He just didn't have enough. You know, he had a time. What like was the uh, what was your time? Uh, you know what? I only did like five, six minutes the first show. And then who followed after you? Uh, Charleston White had a guy with him. Okay, okay. He had a guy with him. So it was the host, which was Oscar P. Right. Me and the guy that Charleston White brought, and then Charleston came up. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds real good. Was how how was Charleston on 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 uh, stand up? He was good. He was good. He but got, I, I would I, say this: he was funny. He gonna get better. Yeah, but you could tell he wasn't a comedian. Right, right. Yeah. He, he ain't not got the not moves. what he got going on. He, he was funny, but you could tell he ain't got he the moves. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Stage etiquette, like you can see how stage etiquette. For is. sure. But, for but sure. he was funny though. Don't I don't want to take it away from. Him. Yeah, man. I like Charleston White. I, I just I like I like how he has a um, his tactic is uh uh like blow everything up and then come in and be like. Hey guys, it was actually being serious. No, nah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He, he got a good, he got a good uh, tactic. You know what nah, I'm saying? Absolutely. He figured it out. Like he figured it out. Like he fig- He's kind of like I call him the anti-rapper. He's an anti-rapper. He's the anti-rapper. He used the same energy that the rappers use behind but in you, reverse. Steve. Steve, behind you. But, but, you. but in reverse though. But in reverse, like For sure. the same thing, but in reverse. Well, explain that. Explain that. Tell me. Tell me. Right, so. Rappers use, in my opinion, this is my opinion, rappers use negative energy to get that shit out. Like they'll say, like, shoot them up, bang, bang, this, that, and the other. Right. They grab your attention. He'll come out and say the bad shit about the rappers to grab your attention. But once he grab your attention and you listen to what he got going on, then he put his positive message out. But okay. he have to put that out for you to come in and see what he really got going on. The first clip I ever seen in Charleston White, he said, uh, I raped a white bitch and I got away with it. You know what I'm saying? This attention grabbing shit, right? It is, it is. And then right after that, he's like, I'm trying to save the children. I'm like, I fuss with this. Right, exactly. But you want to know what was crazy to me? This is how you know they like, he got to get more on the comedian in. What's that? Because he got this crazy thing on the internet. Like, my first time really seeing him was when he was talking about Little Miffies. Right. Yeah, that was me too. That was my introduction to him as well. I really, and it was real funny. It's funny as hell because everybody from Memphis know how young kids that grew up and, you know, go to STC and the juvenile detention centers be. Right. So like they went to Texas and he got the story about Lil Memphis. And for him not to talk about that while he was here. Oh, he he, he fumbled? Yeah, he didn't talk about yeah, it. He definitely should have brought like, that up. I feel like he should have brought like that up. He should have brought that up. You think a lot of folks in the, in, in, in the crowd were um were expecting that story? I feel like a lot of people was expecting that story. Okay, well, you know. It's a big, it's a big, it was a big and he got thing. He, he got hits almost, you know what I'm saying? Like just all the stories he's told, he's got like, like, like he got real stuff that people want to hear from him. But I'm going to tell you something. I feel like he'll be a better comedian, comedian if he brought the energy that he Bring on the internet to right. the stage. He's still shy. You think he didn't have the same energy? He stays shy because yeah. it's different. If you're on the internet in front of your phone, that's just like a person that do skits. Like they just oh do yeah with yeah, skits. yeah you, you just you just you just in the room with your friends. Right, yeah, right, exactly. Right. Yeah, you know exactly. you got a, a hundred and six 
or 300 Memphis motherfuckers looking at you. Right. Yeah, for sure. Be funny, nigga. Yeah, you yeah, can't sure. really just you spe- get... I spent my money. Be funny, nigga. But at the same time, yeah. they came for this. So right. Yeah. They know what type of person he is. Yeah. That's what they wanted to see. So he actually got a pass when he in the city to do that. Okay. Because that's what they want to see. Because that's anyway. what they want yeah, to see. Anyway. Him be that's him, what they paid for, sure. for him. They, they, they paid. didn't come out to see him be a comedian. They, they came out to see him be Charles Dwight. Right. To see I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear some crazy. I wanted to hear uh, see clips of him cussing out a bitch or something. You know, that's what nah, I. Nah, he didn't even go there. Like you could tell he want to work on like his material. Stage <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's a hell. Of, that's a hell of a way to do it. He ain't been on stage that many times. Yeah, he not put the work in like we put the work. I feel. I understand. And not to take nothing away from what he got going. No, no, no. I'm not. I like Charleston White, and I'm. 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 Yeah, asses in the seats. Right. That's sure. that's what that, you know. It's what matters. You for know, sure. at the end of the day, it's what matters. Yeah. I mean, hell, I, I wish I was there, bro. I forgot he was coming to town, man. What day was that? Sunday? Yeah, yeah. He did two shows one, on Sunday. Yeah, on a one day thing. You know, normally they have it where they got three weekends. Days, yeah, three weekend. He ain't do that. He just had one day. Okay, damn. And he 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 did numbers that weekend. Like right. I've seen a lot of other like Acts. big name comedians come to Chuckles and. Right. The seats that he feel is like yeah he did. So he had two shows sold out or two shows full. What I would say the first show was sold out. I say about three quarters the second show. So that's what seven hundred seats. About seven hundred, yeah. Yeah. I think Chuck is like four sixty, four fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's about four hundred something. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. That's how. Shout out to y'all, man, doing that good work. Man, we appreciate that. We Hell appreciate yeah, man. That. Man, we appreciate you because this right here prepares us for shows like this. If you say so, bro. Like I mean, not for real. Like Not for real. Like. You know what I'm saying? This it's, crowd it's, actually harder to work than no bigger crowd. Absolutely. Dude, this, I agree. I, I get it. It's the room. I think it's the room itself. No, nah, no. Nah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's less people. Yeah, it's, and it's a big if room. you got 300 people in the room, like, you going to get 50 people to like your joke. At least. And it's going to sound like a lot, regardless. Yeah, for sure. So it's like, in here, if you got 50 people in the room and you get 10 people to laugh, it ain't the same. No, no, the, no. You're the right. The ratio could be the, the same, can be but the the, the, the so, volume is. So different. if you get somebody, in, in this, so if you get this room to go crazy, yeah, the 300 room gonna go stupid. I, th- I also think that the room is, um, you know, we didn't seen so many people do well or do badly in in, in the high tone right. that that the crowd can almost kind of train for comedy. You know what I'm saying? No, like they they show up and expect like, okay. You, what you got? I done yeah. heard what you had nah, last week, nigga. You know what I'm saying? What you got this week? I know you're gonna be up and down. Right. And it's all about energy, though. That's that's all. That's everything. I think that's when people thing. understand how much energy sure. control, you really, I call it urban. I say hey, we urban. Me, me and you are on the same page on this, dog. I've that's been trying nice. to say this because if like like this, that, that's the reason why you're doing so well so early, right? You have a right. keen understanding of spreading your energy around in the room. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, you're not and even yelling. It's contagious. You're not even yelling, man. It's right. like the person in the back of the room feels like the in front of the room when, when, when you know, when you're performing, right? Right, right? And that's how I try to uh, spread my energy out. That's why at um at B-Sides, good practice too, right? right. It's, a big room, sure. it's a big it's a big room, room and yeah, it's I like, love, yeah, for sure. and you can like almost shotgun your energy, right? And yeah. this is wider. So when you get to a, sh- a, a room like Chuckles, you got wide and long, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can really like- play with it. Exactly. And is you really playing with the energy. Like, right, right, you right. You don't get right. up and down moments. But actually, you want up and down moments. In your you don't city. want everything all going up. You don't want it the all crash going be mean. Up, yeah. right. It's a roller coaster. You want the you roller coaster. Want I call it the roller coaster. Like, I yeah. got I jokes that I know they're going to be like, ooh, and go down. And I, because I'm going to rise them right back up. Right, right, and right. And I know right. I'm for the rising back up with the next joke. I feel that. I feel that. Trying. Steve, do you have that shit in, uh, in poetry? Do you got to be have be uh, energy control or is it just like delivering your set? It's just freaky. <clears throat> <laughs> nah, with me. So, 
the shit that we got going on on Monday, that shit's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? So it's a safe space. I came up when I was performing, you know what I'm saying, at University of Memphis in the Rose Theater and shit. Right. You know, hip hop segued me into uh, segued me into poetry. So doing spoken word, the name of my game is bounce your motherfucking voice off the back of the wall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got a theater background, so a lot of my shit is all about content, delivery, tone, and texture. Ah, you had a Chico. That's you know what I'm saying? For sure. That's so real training. That's yeah, Chico. I fuck yeah. with that shit. You know what and I'm saying? And I mean it in a good way. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, I didn't go to school for the shit because hip-hop was just like, man, talk your shit, live your life, talk about how you came up. And then I just adapted the craft to that shit. So... You know, different strokes for different folks, but at the same time, like when you in a certain kind of show, yeah, you emit a certain kind of energy. Right. With my spoken word, it's all about airbending. You know what I'm That's saying? Exactly. Yeah. It's all about all right, I'm gonna go up on stage, I'm gonna spit this piece. I might I got a piece called Be Careful Black Girl that's all about, you know, giving black women caution tales, different shit like that. Or I might have some I might just have some fly, you know what I'm saying, hip hop, like real, real wordy shit. You know what I'm saying? To grab a nigga and just wrap his head in a twist. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then yank his hair down, make him think about whatever the fuck I'm saying. Like, damn, that word too big, but I fucked with that part over there. It's all about the tone and texture. But one of my tactics is with spoken word, when I'm in a big space or I'm in a small space, can I make my voice bounce off all four walls? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if I can emit that energy... You know what I'm saying? I understand that the human body ain't nothing but a sponge. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, 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 we just water. We just pour. We water. Yeah. So, but can I know. ask you a question about uh? Okay, like spoken word, right? Do you mm-hmm. feel like is you you put yourself more so in the box, or is it flexible? Like, okay, you got a a, a poem about be careful, black girl. But can you come back and do something about? Bitches and hoes, like, or do you feel like you got to be stuck in that box with what you talk about? Because we're coming, I feel like it's a range of what you can talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as it's funny, opinion, yeah. <laughs> as long as it's funny, like in your opinion, though, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, you know, I think that with any kind of craft, like, I mean, to get straight to the nitty gritty with the question, I'm more of outside the box, right? Right. Because when I look at when I look at my craft, I don't look at my craft as just a performing craft, right? Right. I'm a writer. Okay. I write all my shit. You know what I'm saying? So going to the stage as a writer first and a poet second, you know what I mean? As a writer, I can I can circumnavigate just about any kind of subject matter. So if you was like, yo, write some shit about bitches and hoes, yeah, I can go do that shit. Just like writing movies. <laughs> yeah. Like writing movies almost. Yeah. Like you can write, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But I think that like even going over to the flip side of the coin what you talking about if i were to only box myself in as a spoken word artist right. or a slam poet then i'm gonna put myself in that you. box but me acknowledging that i'm a writer that just i guess you know what i'm saying yeah I guess. yeah it take down the four walls on the box for Not real for sure. Yeah, Not for sure you know i i ain't never really been 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 a fan of poetry but but you know what i'm saying me running to steve Years ago, I was like, okay, there are people that are serious at it. You know what I'm saying? I've only seen uh, deaf poetry on, on HBO, right? And then niggas making fun of it. You know what I'm saying? And then when I visit poetry in town, there's only two or three guys that are doing it to a, a level where I want to listen. Everybody else are just f- freaky. I, you know what I call? I call it fishing. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a, it'd be a girl on stage talking about her nipples are are unattended to and yeah. her clitoris is uh right. is is nah, dusty sure. and she want uh, a nigga to I'm dust it off. I'm gonna tell you though, like I grew up around poetry. That's crazy. For real? I never did it, but like why not? I, I just want nothing I wanted to do. Okay. Like I listen to it, and like I like the poetry. Not me too. But me like 
being in the neighborhood, I grew up in the neighborhood, like, and I went to like Westside High School, like, right. it's deep in Becker Fraser. Like, in the hood schools, like, when they had talent shows, a lot of people do poetry. Okay, for sure. So it, for was, sure, for it sure. was a lot of folks doing poetry. It was rappers and poets. So it was like, okay. I was listening to poets. Because poets won the poet. A lot of poets won the talent show. I can believe that. So it was like, there was. It was the time. I man, it's like I me. Mean, I mean, I went to White Station. That shit, it was around, but it wasn't no uh, kick-ass poets. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because everybody, everybody at my school, if you went, if you weren't doing top ten or better, if you weren't the best, yeah. niggas was just think, oh, you a hobbyist. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Folks, sure. folks is folks is real serious about whatever they're doing there. You know. And I feel like with spoken word, like you really gotta have a true love for it because I don't know what the end game looks like for spoken word. <laughs> like if right. you do comedian, if you're a comedian. A basketball player, you see what it is like on a professional level, right? Like yeah. as far as like financially and all that. I don't know what it is for spoken word, though. Yeah. I feel like it's more so out of love than what you can get out of it, right? And I could be wrong, but that's just from the outside looking. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's why that's why I say I'm a writer first, right? Like because gotcha. before before Jay Ivy, you know what I'm saying, come out of Chicago, college dropout, shit, this that and the other genius and all of that. Um, there wasn't. There wasn't really an end all be all right. to poetry, right? right? Like, what the fuck are you gonna do? Put your shit in a literary right. magazine, right. get a right. feature exactly. on a record or yeah, something. Yeah. But now niggas can actually go win Grammys for spoken word now. Okay. And he got the first one, so I definitely pick up what you're putting down. There wasn't an end all be yeah. all. But I'm gonna be and real. That, and that's that's why I try to look at myself as a writer first, because I can go write. Because being a poet got me into theater. Being a poet got me into theater, which right. now is pushing me into film. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, and I know Endgame. But like, with the way social media is set up, Nando, bro, I think that you can really have a make your own gateway that's with a fact. something like poetry. That's a fact. Depending yeah. that's on a fact. how creative you put it you out. Get a, you get your own following off of it. Exactly. Off of, yeah, off of whatever you got going hey, on. Man, you like, can move around. At the end of the day, bro, you already know the game, uh, Steve. You got a popping uh, poetry night, right? It's you like, ain't got no I, socks at, at the end of the day, it's just uh, asses and seats, right? And so if you go on a tour and you got 100K followers, or a million followers across the you know United States, you don't you don't fill out. I mean, look at you Charleston White. Up. A yeah. lot of people like yeah. your yeah. sure. so it's yeah. like it's an independent thing. Like comedy yeah, is yeah, an independent. Yeah. It's like, you, like with comedy, what I'm realizing is like you really get out of this what you put in, and if you can move around, it's better for you to move around. So it's like just like we getting on in the city. Just like how we did this year, I feel like if we go and move around out of town, it's gonna be the same way. Right, the cream rises oh, yeah, for sure. We just gotta move around for it's, sure. It's up yeah, to absolutely. You. Yeah, I mean, and I'm a I'm a product of that. Like growing up here, you know what I'm saying, living in the Montiers, moving out to the suburbs, and then in 2009, moving to New York City. Right. So I was with Fat Mac and them back in 08, hype life, right, all that right, other right. shit. And then you know what I'm saying, I was moving around in the city. Right. And then my ex lady, I moved her up to New York City. She got on the scene up there, and she was like, "Yo, you need to bring that shit up here." Right, and I right. went to New York, bro, and that shit's totally I, different. And I hear nah, a lot nah, of people tell real. us that as comedians, like you do it here in the city, because I, I always hear, I don't know, but I always hear Memphis is a tough crowd. Oh nah, yeah, like Memphis is a yeah. tough crowd. Like, and if the you go biggest out of town, comedians come to Chuggles, and they say this is a tough crowd. Oh, I know. Yeah, they, for sure. And I feel like if you can really work Memphis crowd. You can work any crowd. I look. I've been saying this for the last four years. Memphis is comedy on hard mode, right? right. You go right. anywhere Damn, else. I in like the, that you were you go anywhere else in the country with 
look, look, look. How, how long you been? How long you been in comedy? A year and a half, two years? A year and, a year and three months. Three it's and good. Months. That means we're gonna be strong as well, fuck. Right, right. Look, look. You go to sure. a city like For Atlanta sure. or a city like uh, Miami, New York City. Right. Your year and a half is is so condensed, and it's like almost because they get more stage time. Right. We care more about it, so it's like we have quality work. They have quantity work. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, what you know what matters because qu- quantity is a quality of its own, right? right? Like, do you want a bazooka or do you want a machine gun? It's like right. they both work. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But like, what can you do with it? And so you, as the man with the bazooka, you know what to do with it, right? Right. And then you go to a different environment and you learn how they want things to be done a little bit. And then you got two guns now. Now you Rambo. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And then boom, because Memphis makes you strong regardless in anything. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like just growing you, up in Memphis makes you strong. You can't be you that's can't true. be a regular dude in Memphis. A you reg- want to know why though? Because everybody in Memphis think they funny. Oh, oh every, uh, checking is a, is, is a sport. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, for real. So and they like, feel like they can do what you do. Not nah, like, like you know how many of my friends say they want to do this now. You I already know. I already know. Like a lot of them. I, I <laughs> they think they're funny in the neighborhood. They right. can come on stage and do it. Nope. Come try it out. And they feel like it's like in that they don't understand that it's a nerve. That a lot of them got bad ass nerves. Okay. And I'm like, trust me, it ain't the same. You can't smoke <laughs> a cigarette on stage. You don't if even your like walking past Facts. six people at one time. Right. Trust me, you don't want. That many people looking at you. Yeah, I tell yeah. You're going to be saying, the what the fuck on my shirt? <laughs> like, I say it all the time, like, being funny and being a comic is two totally different things. Right, right, because right. it's it's easier to engage in conversation to be funny. You got something to bounce off of. Right. But when you just got a crowd of anywhere from 20 to 2,000 people looking at you and waiting 60, to hear what 000, you know. 60,000 people, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah type shit. You know what I'm saying? Real, like, real, real, real it's shit. It's a different like, thing. It's, it's a different energy. And being real, like... I bring the mic up a little bit. It, it's, it was a challenge. Like, being funny... Yo, like whole life, that was just if everybody telling you you funny, it was different coming into comedy because it was a challenge trying to set up. Because your mind would be everything. You you know how much stuff you think funny. Of course. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and like, you got to distill all that and shit. You gotta, yeah, yeah. And you got to really toss stuff out because, you know, like, yeah, that's, I don't that's know too crazy. This. Yeah, right. right. It's, crazy. It's, it's, also, it's also an ego trip. Right. Because the shit that go through your mind, the shit you said in the neighborhood that's funny, you get on stage and people don't laugh, it will mess it like yeah, it'll fuck, fuck with your ego. It will fuck with your ego. It will fuck with your ego. Over time, the more confidence you get though, you will know how to deliver it. Oh, definitely, dude. Like I mean, you talking to look, for me, I spent the first five years of my craft, uh the first five years of comedy for me was learning how to get over uh thinking something w- wasn't funny. Right? Yeah, for sure. If, right, if right. I heard somebody uh if I heard folks laugh, I would laser into that point right Absolutely. and then almost burn it out or opposite if i introduce a topic to somebody or a concept to a crowd and uh, i didn't get a laugh in the first 10 seconds of me introducing the concept stay away from it. i i clam up on it stay and be like oh that's but, not funny but to but y'all. a lot of stuff they listen of course they listen i, I learned that later you know what i'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. i learned that especially because the way i talk i might take a minute to get you know to the point right sometimes especially back then i wasn't as concise as i am now and fuck i need to get better anyway at that but like it it just it, it teaches you how to be uh, razor sharp with your thoughts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that's and that's and that's good in any sense. And I'm gonna because t- I'm gonna like speaking you saying that like, and I'm gonna tell you because I worked the job. Like I said, I worked the job for ten years. And when you work the job, work a job, it take you out of your natural self. Yeah. So like when I was in college, I was a like mm-hmm. folks came to my house for chicken system, and my mind was sharp on jokes. But when I first got the job. I was like that, and then they was like, "Hey, you can't be doing this at work. I'm getting wrote up and shit." Right. Wrote up after this, so I, I had to tone down. Right. I'm trying to get ahead too and get promoted, so it's, it got to a point where I was just quiet at work and just working. 
and it's like you went in your natural element. Though. I went in my natural element, and when I got out of there, and you got dull, I was dull. Yeah, I yeah. wanted quick on my feet. Right. Like, folks are joking me, and I couldn't like. I knew I was funny, but I was like, I had to think about some shit. You no, you you got you got gunshot. They, they told you to put your gun away exactly, for so much. Like, you been ten boy. years putting your gun away. Like, jobs and crazy. They, <laughs> they make you do stuff like Man, that. They women to. open doors. Like women open the doors for you. That's how you know a job uh, make you do stuff right. you don't It's too woke. Yeah. They tried to <laughs> shut down your soul, That's boy. That's true. That's true. It's too woke. That's crazy, man. I'm uh, I'm happy to have this conversation with y'all, man. Um, do you? Th- what do you think the um, from your perspective, right? Being so new in Memphis comedy per se, what could the city do? What shit? What could I do to make it better for y'all? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a um, you know, it's a give and take, right? I, 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 I did this for two reasons. For me and then for comedians. You okay. know what I'm saying? You mean that hypothetically when you say you or you mean like no, you, no. you exactly or just a person? It could be. Look, you give it, you giving me your feedback, right, is for all my listeners. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All my 100 Indian comedians that listen to my show. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you personally. We're popping in India right now. You didn't know that. <laughs> Speaking about you personally, I would say I'm having you doing more than enough. <laughs> like you're doing enough. Like you gotta stay. You got a room where people can come up and do their shit and get their shit out. And we all building fans for ourselves. Yeah. Like anybody else, do the same thing. What you're doing? Like put energy into put, helping put other people on. Cause at the point when you start hosting and you got your own room, it ain't about you. Oh, it's I really know. Not about you. I know. Like like coming to high town on Tuesdays is not about John Miller. Oh, you, you look. You speak it to the choir. Like you're saying. Like, but I just want. I just wanted to hear. Uh, uh, your perspective on that because I I try to make it not about me. You know what I'm saying? No, not, and then and then, every, and then everybody tells me not make it more about you. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like it's <laughs> it's conflicting, you know, conf- conflicting advice sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Especially well, in the grand scheme of things, by you hosting though, quite naturally it's gonna be about you without you even trying. You the first person on the mic. Right. I'm, you I'm get the most the mic cons- more I'm than the most anybody, consistent so feature without you even trying to make it about night. you. It's gonna be about you, right? But see, you know, I, I got people uh, want to come see me, right? Right. And I tell them, oh, you can see me at the show. Right or these these other dates, and right. they never come see me at the other dates. They come to my show and they're like, "Why didn't you go up?" I'm like, "I went up very first. You got right. here at nine thirty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be performing all night. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, uh, no disrespect to Oscar, but Oscar was was infamous for that, right? Like, he'll take fifteen minutes in between everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and that's and that's good. Man, that's listen, funny man, you just said that. Uh, it's so Oscar funny you just said. Host. He did 45 minutes. He did 45 on top? He did Montana Charleston White. <laughs> like, it's funny you just said yeah. that. Bro, no, no, I'm saying, look, I wasn't even there, and I know the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like <laughs> it's funny you said that. That shit just, and so, and, and that's, and they the reason, tell me that's about comedy etiquette. That's why I said that. And that's, but that's, that's shit bullshit, right? That shit bullshit. But that's half the reason why he, it's, it's half the reason why he's as good as he is, because he doesn't, I don't want to say stolen, but he maximizes his time. He he done maximizes his time. time. There maximize. you go. You've been, been dating the white girl. Let's see that shit. Your vocabulary different now. Here and there. <laughs> but um, yeah, now man. I had the vocabulary first. That's how I got the white girl. Uh, I feel you, dog. I feel you. That's uh, why I ain't got one. I you ain't got one? Me shit. too. Oh, yeah, that's right. You do. Your lady is white. I forgot about that. I'd be forgetting. She's Irish. She's Irish. She's Mine from, is Greek. From the motherland? Dick dad. Dick my lady from uh, Orange Mound. She she black. She blacker than black. She from Africa. She blackity. <laughs> I be talking she a Geechee. She look Indian. You see you see the shit I talk about. I ain't got a lady. You ain't got a lady? That's good. Yeah, no. That's good. That's, That's why I'm you so know, free. Being, being free, being free <laughs> is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? 
I wish I could talk about certain things, but I'd be I like, had, out of respect to my relationship, I won't say that. If I was in Hannah later, I'd be in a doghouse for sure. I know that a lot. lot. New ghost face. I'm a Man, my lady shit. know what but, she got when she got me. <laughs> That's what I was just finna God. say. A part yeah. of me doing what I'm doing is somebody to sip and know what For I got sure. going on and exactly. who I am. Though. Like, exactly. you gotta know who I am and what I'm doing. Yeah. If you can't accept it, like, it's not gonna work. I mean, I'm about to drop seven books. Like, I, in college, I wrote a whole, like, it was all nonfiction. I got a whole series of books called Love Language. And it's just poems about girls. Right. I'm releasing that shit. I don't give a fuck what Megan say. As you should. As you My should. shit. As you should. So, you uh, each poem named for a woman? Uh, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got cashmere words, probably like five or six different chicks, maybe eight or nine, you know what I'm saying? Some that I were in, I was intimate with, some that I wasn't. We was just like, we just based. feeling each other. Yeah, we just feeling each other, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe it was about a chick I seen on the side of the road, you know what I'm saying? And she was hot. I think I wrote a poem about I just a seen bad ad. bitch at local one night. I just night, seen so ad today. Uh, Come uh, on the way a here, poem bro. about a prostitute? No, nah, I don't. Ha- on the side of the road. No, 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 no. Well, she could have been a prostitute. She just happened to be at local that day. You know what I'm saying? Hey, For brunch. Hey, hey, hey. She could have been selling pussy the, the, the night pros- before. The prostitutes be at local, bro. The prostitutes be at local. I ain't you know saying my homies are pimp. They be at local. <laughs> I'm telling. You, that's where they. The classy bitches, the the, the escort types. They be at local. Where they be at? Yeah, oh, they square and uh, shit. Yeah, bro. All you gotta do is buy them. They be at Waffle House. The oh, Sycamore View. <laughs> that one? How you know, bro? Somewhere close to That's it. That's where I like to go. Maybe the good one. <laughs> it's a good one. I just said. You want some good picking? You said he said go to Bartlett. Young thick. <laughs> go to Bartlett, Bartlett to the Waffle House, yeah. <laughs> and you will find you yeah. a, a thickum. Quick exit strategy right, right off the e-way. promoted prostitution on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> hey, this part of the podcast is brought to you by... Escort by hey, hey, this part of the podcast is brought to you by WaffleHouse.com. If you want a good waffle for a low price and some pussy on the side, go to WaffleHouse.com. Promo code Golden Nonsense for 10% off your next waffle, your next all-star. You know what I'm saying? We're here for you. Hey, look, you from Atlanta, ain't you, Charlie? Yeah. Right, that's where it's from. Yeah. Right, see, look. Look, Charlie, Charlie's not on. Waffle House is from Georgia Tech, the, <laughs> the college that I went to. There you go. So you you, you know about it, right? Like, was they I, selling that? Is it their Waffle House? I never want to suggest buying pussy. Universal thing. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> see, Waffle, see, I hop you go to buy cocaine. Waffle House go to buy pussy. <laughs> because I've I've seen cocaine being sold and bought at I at, at, at an IHOP. And this segment is brought to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, look, I want to let you know this right now. There's a rule that no guests can do sponsors. You know what I'm saying? Sponsorships. They pay us. Yeah, they pay John and Charlie. Don't pay Steve Fox, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I want no money. I got enough money on my own, nigga. You, I don't see, need you say that. You say that. But that IHOP money gonna hit. It gonna clear. And your ass, gonna be, your ass gonna be sick, <laughs> nigga. I'm like Shaq. I do not want any money from anybody that I don't shop with. There you go. If I don't Shaq, own, no, if I don't own ultimate, no Nikes, I don't want Nike money. Shaq is the ultimate bad getter, bro. He he is definitely the man. The got his own. Yeah. This man got his own everything, bro. Yeah. Nah, everything he touched, you on. Yeah, I mean, look, he was in the Kia. Nigga can't even fit in the Kia. That's you know what I'm saying. They they CGI'd him into Shaq a Kia. Shaq had more jobs than anybody. Like for real, He's fucking sure. Sure. Basketball player. That nigga's a DJ. Yeah, he's a DJ. I think he's a doctor too. Yeah. He's doctor, oh, yeah, he's got his master's yeah. in education. He's a doctor his doctorate Shaquille, yeah. in education. He's Dr. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. <laughs> I think cold-blooded, boy. Yeah, yeah. And it's then, wild, though, he's like the biggest human in the world. Though. Yeah. No, no, he's, he's, he's a big-ass doctor. He's, he's Imagine the, him coming in 
Get prostate. ready to do your prostate. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is be terrible. You'll be like, what the fuck? Dr. Shaq, can I get a substitute? Can I trade? Can I trade? You gotta you'll look at his, his hand. It's bigger than your hand and shit. You'll be like, what the Bro, fuck? Bro, they don't make gloves that big, fool. You got to put a garbage bag on. Right. <laughs> or wrap one finger in saran wrap. That'll and fuck, the, and that joke will fuck around and land you on Shaq comedy <laughs> shows. <Yeah. laughs> Hey, dog. Hey, Golden Nonsense right here. Wild Bill's first appearance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shaq's All-Star Comedy Hour. Come holler my boy Wild Bill. He right here in Memphis, Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shaq seemed like the type of nigga that'll hang out with somebody named Wild Bill, too. Oh, definitely. Hell yeah. Y'all niggas will be viral before you know (laughs) Honestly, honestly, y'all whole little clip got uh, a perfect. Y'all can all go and do a whole set. For um, All-Star Comedy Hour. You know what I'm saying? Give it enough time. Y'all all get 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Everything we talk about I did my first 30 minutes last weekend. Oh, Charleston White? No, no, no. Before the, uh, this Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Where yeah, at? Yeah. It's some girl. She threw her own event. Tracy... Oh, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. Good. We got another event coming up Saturday, man. Why I'll be First 30 headline. minutes. The St. Laughter's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody, here's here's how here's how well y'all doing, bro. Right? Somebody asked me about that, knowing I was a comedian. Like, yo, where where is that show with uh Wild Bill and and uh, and, and John Jolly and all that? I was like, bro, I have no idea what you're talking about. They're like, no, nah, I seen the flyers, green background. Yeah. They, they, they described everything to me because, like, you know, what I'm saying I don't check my Facebook, but twice a week type right. shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I ain't seen the flyers. I think it just came out a few days ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And someone was asking about it, and I was like, bro, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, it's at Flavors downtown. And, I'm hosting them. Oh, Flavor, right, right next to local. Yeah, right, right. No, no, not no, no, no. Next another. to the Orpheum it's, and shit. They have really? a new Flavor yeah. House. It's, yeah, it's, it's a cross. Some more pearl no, it's got flavor, mind. not flavor. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. okay. Oh. Right next to odds. Yeah, right next to odds. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Same I, didn't, same owner, I didn't know that was a venue space. It's not. We turned it into one. It's oh. a comedy club when we come in. Turn. It's a great yeah, it's a nice little shotgun joint too. It's a corner yeah, light. Yeah. Turn. Yeah, yeah. I did. We did a comedy show there before. What's uh? What's the uh, date? What day is it? March seventeenth, St. Patrick's Day. What day is what that? What you calling it? Saint Laughter's Day. Friday. Saint Laughter's Day. I fucks with that. Okay, yeah, for, sure. for sure. That's a good. Day. I, I might take my girl out to that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are gonna treat it like four twenty. You know how it's different. For sure. It's, it's green, green. Everything green. Everything green. Everything green. Everything green. Everything green. We burn down in there. Everything green. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Everything green work. Okay. That sounds, we got some shit going on. This is going to be That sounds good to me. Sure. <laughs> 420 friendly. I don't smoke, but hey, if, if they got CBD or THC seltzers, I drank one of them motherfuckers the other night. The okay. THC. I don't yeah, know if we going to have some, but if you got it, you can bring it. Hey, we look, they got hey, look, a THC I'm going to find seltzer. some and sell it. There you go. That's, That's all I got to do. I'm going to find some and sell it. I'm gonna, I, I, I can make money in anything, dog. Uh, let me see. Y'all got a pen? Anybody got a pen? You know, being guests on the podcast, you get automatic first. First dibs. So just let me uh, before I put it out, I'm gonna go ahead and get y'all on here. Anybody got a pen? No, no, no. Charlie, could you procure me a can, brother man? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before I put this out to the wolves and jackals, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Don't put me on the list. Oh no, nah, Steve, I would never. Do y'all that, in the y'all in it, you know poetry and comedy is the ultimate. I'm probably gonna hit number nine, five. That's what I was thinking about four, five, something like that. Okay, for sure. Y'all in the business I had, of making I had niggas some, laugh. Somebody uh put uh, put the call in. 
the, the, the homie call in last week like, hey, bro, I, I'm seven days pre, bro. Let me get it a spot, bro. I'm like, <laughs> damn, fool, seven days before? But uh, no, you know what? Um, here, Charlie. Here, I'll that's the whole thing, though, man. Let me go fast. You go see. What are we talking yeah, that's about? Cool. That's, cool. that's what John should be doing, though. That's what's, what's happening that? with poetry right now. What's that? I got so I control the website for uh, the open mic on Mondays. Oh yeah. So I set it up to where instead of paying, well, poets they all pay at the door, right? Everybody yeah. pay. I know John told me he was like, "That's just taboo." Right. In a comedy. Yeah, you, like, can't, you can't. You can't do have that the, shit. the performers paying. Right. Yeah. So the the performers are paying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're coming in and signing up on the list. They yeah. just buying tickets in advance now. Okay. Just to get on the list. Wow. Of course, That's I wild. discounted them. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. like seven dollars online. Yeah. It's twelve at the door. The list was full last night. Damn. Twelve. 15 motherfuckers on the list. Damn. Before we even open the doors. Yeah. I mean, we could do it, but it Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, would, it wouldn't that. be good. It nah, would be nah, a good nah. a good look. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I know I, I know there are comedy shows where they where they charge charge people to get on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what you could do, you know what I'm saying, if you wanted to cuz I work in e-commerce, yeah. right? So I I do a lot of back-end shit. If, you know what I'm saying, you ever got to a point where uh you wanted to just like put it out there for cats to be able to get on the list yeah. ahead of time, yeah. you could just have a $0 ticket. Yeah, $0 ticket. And then ticket. they just request a right. spot. They could sign up. Yeah, they could just That's sign up in advance. That's not a bad advance. idea. That's not yeah. a bad idea. And then that would your help list us is organize it. For sure. Um, a little bit easier. But yeah, the, the, the um, my favorite club in Atlanta is called the Laughing Skull. They book it all ahead of time. Oh, so the open mic. So you have to email them to get on the on the mic. Okay, okay. Um, which... Me and John have been talking about like not doing that here, but like maybe like doing another open mic right. where, where yeah. it's like that, and um, that allows you to kind of like they put on a great show every week because it's like they curate the show every week. They'll 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 take a bunch of random people who are just messaging, hey, I just want to do stand up, and they'll right. put them they'll put them on the list, but then they'll like they'll put in their their homies like throughout so that like, yeah, like so, the, so the, the audience knows they're getting a very good show every time right, every right. time yeah, that's dope. um and yeah no it's it's a fun show like it'll, it'll sell out they'll sell out the the skull but it, which is like 80 people okay. it's, it's nice. as many nice. as you can nice. fit yeah, sell out a sell out though a yeah it's a sell out yeah that's that's what you need for comedy. It's yeah, a small for sure. little tight room yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's the best rooms to me. Like yeah. I work big rooms, I work small rooms, but like it's nothing better than the intimate crowd. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, I like the way that y'all broke down the ratios, you know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, it's a difference. Like in a room, yeah, yeah. in a room of five hundred, fifty laughs right. ain't that much. But right. in a room of fifty, right, right. Ten yeah, laughs sounds, yeah, is crazy. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like, yeah. The ratio, the volume is different, but like it's the ratio is the same, but the volume is different. Right. Yeah, you really right, gotta right. get used to it though. Yeah, you have to get used to that. It. Chuckles is a bigger room. That it's a big room. It is. How it many really people is. do they fit in that in that place? What do you say? I 450? say about four fifty, four sixty. Jeez, that's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a big room. Yeah, man. Uh, shit like an amphitheater. Let me see. <laughs> it actually holds more people. We did a show. Me and YB did a show at the Holloran Theater. Big venue, big crowd, and it's only like three sixteen. Not, not to say only, but it's like three sixteen yeah. sold out. But Chuckles, if you just look at the room, it actually holds more people than the theater hall. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Holloran's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but the thing about the uh, Halloween, I, I don't know if you just talked about. I, I just talked about the capacity. I ain't, but, I ain't speak like, on the room. The room was crazy. I don't know, like you in theater, so you know, you yeah. know how the room is. It was dark. Like it had, well, how many people was in it? Three sixteen. Had three hundred sixteen people. But like when I walked on stage, it threw me out. 
because I couldn't see nobody. Yeah, you, you can't, can't see, see nobody. Them. It's literally a theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like, that was crazy. And, and, and that's so why far away I came from up you. with the point that you playing with energy. Because I couldn't see nobody. Yeah. I couldn't see nobody, but soon as like I made somebody laugh, I felt you everybody felt in the room. You literally can <laughs> yeah. so, somebody feel laughing. Like, who, who was that? Yeah. Like the before it's like laughing? I was trapped in the closet. Like I came on stage <laughs> thinking I was gonna dance and shit. And I ran on the stage and I was like, Oh can't see shit. What yeah, the in fuck? theater they go. Like you <laughs> literally can't see a person. I literally walked to the mic like a school kid. Like the first day He's of school. Like, like, show. like I was gonna tell like, oh my god, what the yeah, fuck? <laughs> yeah. But once you get the laughs off though, it's just like yeah. it's once like, you get the first laugh though, you feel the energy and it hits yeah. you oh, sure. harder than any room or ever. It, it, it was, a, it was a different experience for sure. Yeah. You should try it more often in the theater terminology for that is the fourth wall. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's because like a wall. you yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you got it. three walls yeah. and when you hear a laugh, right, or if you were to come off stage right. and go into that. the audience, they call it breaking the fourth wall. Sure. I get that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's cool shit. And when that laugh come in, when yeah. it's coming out of the darkness, right, right. it hit a lot different. It hit way different. I would feel crazy, sorry dude. for a comedian that's never done that before. He's a crowd work comedian. And you Ooh. walk into it, like, yeah. that's got to be scary. Right? Yeah, it got to be scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't even imagine It's how always funny when crowd work comedians are, are doing crowd work in a theater. You're right. like, you're like <laughs> you guys can't see. Uh, it's a hot chick right here. Uh, <laughs> Just make your folks. Trust yeah. me. Trust me, guys. She's hot. Yeah. Her guy. You got to have a fucking imagination yeah, for that shit. Yeah, exactly. 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 You got to paint the whole picture. Yeah. It's not like a club. You just yeah, know you it's gotta... a bald head person in the room. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. look at this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You damn near have to have like four or five different characters that you want to check yeah, in the room. Exactly. Yeah. You can't even see their ass. Well, that's yeah. that's kind of the that's kind of the thing about like I, I've uh, I've seen crowd work comedians who are really really good at it, and it's and it's uh it's a magic trick to a certain extent. You know right. what I mean? Not like for like real. It, they're really good at making it seem like everything's off the cuff and they're like in the moment just just reacting to what's happening. But what you figure out is they they guided. The, the audience to get them to that spot right you know what i mean it's like a it's like a choose your own adventure not for sure book where sure. They, like you know they, they they give you all these options but eventually right. it's coming back to right here and right. i and i know what to do once it comes here right. like i have an ambush set for, for yeah. you right. once you get right. to this point right. Right. right so um but that's a that's a cool it like it's that. a cool craft no, it's a cool version of the of stand-up it's totally different than, than oh, what i do like i've do do seen <laughs> I seen uh, Rick Ingram do great crowd work at the yeah. Dan Chappelle show. Oh, yeah. And that was a big room. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a FedEx forum. Yeah, sold out. he did, he did crazy. great crowd work. Yeah. For like 15, what, 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, like, like 15 he was minutes. Doing, he was doing crowd work the whole time? Uh, like, Majority of he it, did yeah, a, sure. He threw a few jokes in it, but most of it was crowd work. Nah, it for sure. So, hold on. Me work. just being a poet, what is crowd work? You see when something you, in the crowd and you, you spot it yeah. out. And you work that. Right, 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 right. And you turn it into a story or something. That's damn near like freestyle. Like, I mean, it's like it's real basically. for real it's freestyle. Yeah, for sure. It's basically what it, it really is. is. Wow. That's yeah, exactly, but then, exactly but then, what it is. But then that's, I guess that's like the, the, the magic trick of freestyling too. It's like, it's not, a lot of times it's not completely off the dome, right? Like it's right. like that. Like no, you, you, you strategize. It's strategized. You it know what you want to take. It come off as off the dome, but it's still strategized. Yeah. 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 yeah you know what you like to talk about. Okay. So you'll get it there. Like, yeah, even yeah, as a yeah. coming, like, you might have a joke about a certain subject. Let's just say Asian. You might have an Asian joke. You right. might see someone Asian in the crowd. Or you can dive into it and crack a couple jokes and it bring you back to the joke about Yeah, Asian. You know what I'm but saying? The, but the crazy part about that is, is you have to see something. Not for sure. Real, in the moment. 
right? Yeah. And have that and have your material nah, sure. in it's pretty, your subliminal. It's, it's pretty easy to it's it's pretty easy to get people to like uh, give you the answers you want sometimes though. Right. I mean, yeah, like, like like I like I have a whole bit about living with my girlfriend and what it's like living with a woman. Uh-huh. And it's pretty easy for me to just be like, uh, you guys married? And they'll just be like, yeah, we're married. And I'll just be like, sir, do you, you know, like, and I'll just be like. He's going right into your yeah, bit. Right, right exactly. Okay. So I'll, I'll okay. just ask questions and lean them into where I want them to be. Yeah. Okay. That's what uh, I'm saying. Q&A involved. Yeah, it comes out as a freestyling, but it's definitely strategy. It's, it's definitely, okay. and, and, and also, it's it's a good trick to use because it, it, it engages the crowd a yeah, lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everybody else in the crowd, even the people, not the people you're talking to, are like, are like, oh shit, this is exciting. It's, rela- like, it's relatable yeah. shit. Right. All the couples can relate. All the couples in the building can relate to it. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, I need to. I've only been to <laughs> one live comedy show. <laughs> yeah. So I was living in Manhattan and my homeboy was yeah. coming in from Bentonville. Oh, that's awesome. So uh, I was like, man, what you want to do? He was like, man, I already bought tickets to a comedy spot. It was like in the Lower East Side. Man, I went There's to the motherfucking live comedy in New York City. I laughed for like motherfucking two hours straight. I don't remember who was there. But everybody was yeah, funny. Right, was funny. That's everybody they take it serious. Funny. Like comedy, like that is a universal language. Like it don't matter. Yeah. You can go to a comedy show and not know anybody there. But if they funny, they funny. They funny. Like they funny, they funny. And you gonna yeah. know if they funny. Nah, for nah. sure. First be first thing you say. Like and Memphis crowd show you that because they be so tough and you hear them before you get on stage. Little fade, they check. Yeah, they gonna check yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They saying shit. So like, if you 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 focus on them. It'll throw you off. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So you got to be already headstrong with what you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. I don't worry about what nobody say in the crowd. You got to start doing, some, you gotta start doing some, some poetry crowd work. You guys start saying, that sir, be yeah, I'm going to try this shit. Sir, are, are you in love right now? <laughs> Have you nah, ever been in be love? That'd be dope. That'd be, be, like, be like, I'm in love. You're like, love is... It'd definitely be different. It'd definitely be different. And especially if you already got a poem about it, sir. some new shit, though. And it's interacting with the crowd. That's for I, I haven't seen it, but I feel like that'll create a whole new genre of, of poetry. Like, I think that'll create Maybe I can start with like uh, Maybe I can just go ahead and write me a poem About bitches and hoes Yeah. And then see one of the homies Be like man you ever had one of these bitches man And dive straight into it I think that would work Or I would just be like man you ever had a bitch that ain't shit <laughs> and he said he gonna say yeah He's gonna say yeah, yeah. And said, then right there Bitches ain't shit Man this yeah. bitch ain't shit <laughs> Bang, 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 bang. Nah, yeah, kill that shit. Dude, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah, right, I'm going to try. Get I appreciate the education. That's some good tactic work. You feel me? You want to hop back in? He's talking about doing crowd work as a, as a poet. We just came up with a whole new show. I think, it, I think he's going gonna to innovate. Hey, man, they just yeah. dropped some gems, man. Y'all dropping gems for real. <laughs> That's why we do this. How about, uh, you like, what, what do you think about Hamilton? What do I think about Hamilton? Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I saw it in Chicago. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I didn't enjoy the seat I was sitting in, but oh, yeah. I liked the show. <laughs> you didn't have a good seat? No, I, I had a I had a fantastic seat, but I was sitting on like my fucking left side behind a pole. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? That don't like, sound like a fantastic seat. It wasn't good. It wasn't no, like, like <laughs> position-wise, it would have been great if a right. nigga could just knocked out the pole. Yeah, right. Who right, all right. you have? Huh? Who all was on the show? Oh, man, it was... Shit, I don't remember none of them folks' names. Like, yeah, it was it was a lot of cats. You know what I'm saying? I I really I really enjoyed it because they took a stereotypical white story 
right. and they put black folk in the right. show. Oh, dude, you know I, what I'm saying? To turn that shit into a hip hop musical. I, I saw, uh, I saw Hamilton. Right, my auntie, she, um, she used to run the Orange Mound Community Center, right, and she was the theater lady there, and so. Because uh, she knew all the fucking holy toity theater folks in town, right. she, they gave her really good free tickets, right? Monty was sick that weekend, so she gave me tickets. So um, I forget about the show until day of. I'm drinking with my niggas downtown at Silly Goose, right? I'm, I'm literally drunk, right? Off uh, off a cigar. I'm like, oh damn, my car is too, my car is too far away, right? Right. Right. I call my homie. Oh, hello. That's my mom, man. Oh, what you doing here? Hello, Steve's mom. I don't know what she doing. That's crazy. I was like, who's this lady? I didn't want to. Yeah, that's my mom. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to. Hey, look, podcast blowing up. Steve's mom showed to a life recording. Damn, sure. But um, anyway, she don't normally be at the house this late. Hey, to finish finish the story, right? So uh, I called my homie to take me to Hamilton, right? Right. Because he was driving around downtown. He had a fat ass blunt in the car. So instead of me just going straight to Hamilton, which is right up the street, right? I finished the blunt with him. So I'm drunk, <laughs> high off a cigar, high off a, uh, high off a blunt, and I walk in late to uh, Hamilton. The lady's like, excuse me, sir, you can't walk in the showroom. I was like, oh, nah, I'm sorry. you can't do that. Nah, nah, dude, I, I, was, I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. My auntie gave me these tickets. She's like, who's your auntie? I told my auntie's name. Show him the tickets. She's like, oh, you're, you're the first three rows. Right. Like, I, I got an ex. She walks me down, right? Like, stinking of liquor and weed. That's crazy. Into the front. And I sit next to this nice white lady and her husband, and I sit down. And within the first five minutes, I'm asleep. I'm like, I'm leaning on, <laughs> done. I'm leaning on old boy. Not and that's an active show. You was fucked up. I was fucked up because it was dark. It was comfortable. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, that was and, it. And uh, <laughs> the uh, when the intermission happens, he nudges me awake. You know what I'm saying? She nudges me awake, and uh, I was like, Oh, what, we done? She's like, Oh no, intermission. And what I found out was everybody knew I was sleeping that night. Damn, I, yeah, I was, was snoring was a little bit. You, boy. Oh wow, that was yeah, it's all bad. It's all me. good, bro. I fell asleep at the Lion King in that bitch. Hey, <laughs> what can you do, man? What can you do? But uh, look, before I hop off the podcast, we were at our, our time limit. Uh, one of y'all can get one of these other uh, Chick Fil A gift cards. Charlie brought them as a gift. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to uh, Golden Nonsense. And um, this has been another presentation of the world's greatest podcast. Uh, I am your host, John Miller. My buddy, Charlie Ruffenberger, is off off, off mic right now. Yep. But uh, God bless y'all. Shout out to the comedy show. And buy us on DLs. You know what I'm saying? Go with God. Yeah, yeah peace, 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 peace. I'll catch you on the flip side.